Set yourself a New Year goal, they said. It'll be fun. <sighs> Perhaps swimming in the Irish Sea wasn't such a good idea. Set a more achievable goal, like taking control of your finances with personalised money insights in the Bank of Ireland app. It'll help keep track of your spending, like changes to bills, or you might have too many subscriptions. See your tailored money insights, because your financial well-being is our priority. Bank of Ireland. Begin. Bank of Ireland is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Terms and conditions apply. Great. There goes my towel. I saw your Be Good Baker running by again the other day, says I to L, Mr. Brennan. Ah, yes, says he. I've never seen her stand still. And she's running rings around the rest of us with our Brennan's Be Good Bread. Only 60 calories a slice. 60 calories, says I. That's just a whole meal, is it? No, says he. It's the whole meal, the whole grain, and the waste. 60 calories a slice and high in fibre. Whatever way it slices. That's why anything baked is better with Brennan's. Today's bread today. The Left Wing, brought to you by Bank of Ireland, a proud sponsor of Irish Rugby. Never stop competing. This is the Rugby World Cup on the Left Wing. Hello and welcome to the Left Wing. We're still here at the Stade de France. Well, that certainly lived up to its billing, lads, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> like, where do you start? 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 Answer the question, yes, and more. And like more, you, I think, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm racking my brains. You were in New Zealand for the Test Series. Uh, I've been to some incredible games in rugby before. I've been to World Cup Finals. been very lucky to be at some incredible sporting events. I'm struggling to really find anything that lives with that game. And obviously, we're still sitting in the stadium. It's only an hour or two ago we all want to watch it again and try and kind of understand well, what after happened a lie down there. I feel I need after to lie, lie down, down first, yeah, yeah that was that would be nice so I don't know what time we're going out of here but um five past one right now it was a stunning sporting event a stunning occasion that befitted this world cup two if not the two the best the two best teams in the world two of the three best teams in the world who lived up to their billing who could very easily find themselves back at a final in in what four or five weeks time if things go their way and a remarkable game that had absolutely everything. All the like the whole week we were trying to we were we were there was talking points coming out of our ears all week and they were all there. Yeah. You know, the breakdown was a big talking about the line I was big talking about, you know, the scrums and goal kicking, all of it, the bench, whether it worked, whether it's not. We're gonna be talking about this again for it's gonna dominate. I mean it's just as well Ireland have no game next week because we're gonna be have so much fallout. So it was it was incredible, Sinead, and, and a real I mean, the Irish crowd were phenomenal and the South African crowd played their part as well but to be at the Stade de France for a neutral occasion like that with so many Irish people there Was it the best um, atmosphere for a game you've ever been at? I, it was right up there yeah. with some of the All-Ireland finals I've been to and, and some of the, the, the just the great occasions that I, I've, I've been lucky to be at I mean I can't think of anything better right now but I mean that's possibly recency bias but it was it'll live forever Yeah. but as Johnny Sexton said in the post-match we Ireland have won big pool matches before now it's time to kick on because this team have just proven that if they improve, because they will have to improve, they are capable of winning this competition. Yeah, and like that was definitely the sense from Johnny Sexton and Andy Farrell, who I thought once again were both a picture of Cam as they were all week. And there was no sense of anyone getting ahead of themselves um, after the match here. I think in the press conference, they were both asked, uh, one by a Kiwi journalist and one by a French journalist about, you know, who they'd rather face in a quarterfinal. And they both gave the, the right answer that they have to concentrate in Scotland because like Rod says, and Johnny Sexton alluded to, they've been here before by winning big pool games. I suppose like I was thinking back to the France 
Milan's 2015 game, but remarkably, there doesn't seem to have been any injuries, uh, which is amazing when you think of the physicality was off the charts um, throughout from minute one. So that adds to massively to the, to the good news because if Ireland had come out of this with three, four, five injuries, then you are kind of going, like, was it worth it and things like that? So I agree. I thought the the occasion we spoke about it before the match in terms of how the, the fans were mingling and when you Johnny Sexton whatever about us like he has been involved in some occasions I was asking him about this in the press conference obviously when you think of Johnny Sexton in moments you think of Le Drop in 2018 en route to winning the Grand Slam and perhaps as an individual moment that might still stand alone but Johnny Sexton was putting tonight right up there I mean it's not about the individual moments for him he's the Arden captain now and I think there is a sense that the platform and the confidence that they can take from beating this South Africa team because okay there were elements of that they were left off the hook by some sloppy goal kicking by the line out you know not properly capitalising on the line out when Dion Ferrari came on and threw a crooked line out all those things like Rod said we've been discussing throughout the week didn't quite work but we spent so much time and rightfully so talking about the 7-1 split but we were adamant and I remember talking about this with you guys um, the day before the team was announced that the Irish bench like I've been saying it all week had so much quality of their own and it just it got overlooked I mean like a guy like Dan Sheehan to come back I mean arguably the best hooker in the world Ian Henderson to come on and I thought it was a brave decision by Andy Farrell to take off James Ryan as well as Ronan Kelleher you don't often see James Ryan coming off in, in big games like that. He's the main line-out caller. So when Farrell took James Ryan and Kelleher off, you took off your hooker, your thrower, obviously, and the line-out caller. So that meant you had Sheehan throwing it in and Ian Henderson became the line-out caller. And from there, it just like looked really smooth. And I, it's certainly not a blame on Ronan Keller, James Ryan, and uh, Johnny Sexton was quick to say that after the match as well. But it was a big call by Andy Farrell and he had the utmost faith in his bench. Robbie Henshaw coming off um, or coming on again um, just unbelievable and like some of the standout performers I think it's worth mentioning I mean Bundyaki probably should have been on for three Man of the Match awards in a row which is insane really um, like we've spoken about you wrote a great piece Sinead today talking about Andy Friend I mean he's shown now that it's not just against the likes of a Romania and a Tonga he did it against the big boys of South Africa uh, so many standout performers I thought Gary Ringrose while he was on the pitch was just absolutely immense his defensive shift that he put in uh, quite often gets overlooked um, but it was so important and that defensive grit I think Andy Farrell didn't touch on it afterwards, didn't he? That was he, a real... Resilience was yeah. one of the first words he it, mentioned. And I, yeah. It was I mean, a real Andy Farrell. You think back yeah. of Andy Farrell, the defence coach. Um, and I know Simon Eastby's coming in, done a really good job on that. But that was a real gritty, hard Andy Farrell press, uh, performance. And I know the attacking stuff is brilliant that we've seen over the last couple of weeks and the try that they scored was really good as well Mac Hansen's try but just got it in just about yeah <laughs> I didn't think he thought the, the dead ball line was a bit longer than it was but um, yeah the grit and the defensive nous that they showed up against like such a brilliant team there were so many moments in the game where you thought South Africa were going to get over and Ireland found a way yeah um, let's just hear now from Andy Farrell and also the question that you asked to Johnny Sexton as well <laughs> resilience um, which has been really good of late anyway um, as you could imagine but um, that was a proper game a traditional game that they had absolutely everything and uh, there was ebbs and flows and ups and downs and how we managed to uh, stay on point mentally I thought was 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 fantastic the game was the game was never going to be perfect um, first half I thought we had the um, 
the rub of the green as far as field position is concerned and probably uh, uh, didn't ca capitalise on that a little bit but it was so, certainly uh, roles reverse wasn't it in the second half but how we um, how we kept our heads uh, getting those couple of penalties at the end uh, when it really mattered is the, the big plus side of, of, of our performance You know I, I said that we've had some big days before um, in terms of results in the pools but I've never ever seen a, a crowd like that um, someone said 30,000 fans yeah, it was, there was no way that. there was 30,000 it wouldn't surprise me if there was 60 um, and they were insane throughout they gave us the lifts that we needed and honestly it's not lost on us it's, we, we talk about it a lot um, about inspiring those people that put their hand in their pocket week after week they probably saved for, for four years to come here and uh, there's something we refer to all the time and I mean that we, uh, we play for them and uh, they give us the they gave us the edge tonight, I think. Um, so, fair play to them. I think I was giving you a few elbows during the game there, Keane, was I? I well? was worried about your heart rate, Sinead, at, at one point. Um, but we got through it. I, I was sitting in between both of you and there was a lot of motions were... Oh, we coming motions, at you from both motions sides. Motions were running high. I think everyone, I mean, it, you just it was hard not to get caught up. I just got stressed with the word count. Trying to yeah. fit a report at 800 words is pretty difficult tonight. Yeah, no, <laughs> There's so much happened. I mean, it, like even... The last ten minutes, Rory, as well. So I mean, like the flow oh, of the, the game, whole game. It's, it's one of those games that that just took on a life of its own, and, and it needed big moments. And I'm thinking about Bundyaki's uh, turnover in the first half. That that you know, if South Africa had gone ten nil up at that point, you know, game over maybe. You know, like I know Ireland can score heavily, but I'm not sure they were, they were scoring too heavily in that in that game. But they went up the pitch. Khaleesi makes two knock-ons in a row. Suddenly Ireland go up. They they score, um, and in the second half, Caelan Doris's um, counter rook which wins the ball back. Ireland go up, then they win a scrum penalty. I, I'm pretty sure, and, and look, I'm sure people in the YouTube comments will, will correct me if I'm wrong, I'm pretty sure that six points came off scrum penalties, which is remarkable considering they were under the absolute pump, but every time they brought on a, a replacement, the scrum just shored itself up a little bit more. I think like the, the last 10 minutes, Ireland rested control of the momentum back into the games, and all of that work that they did in New Zealand that they've done with Gary Keegan, with Andy Farrell, uh, in terms of like the adversity stuff that we we looked at in the Six Nations, that is that, that they've been putting all these things in place, they have an ability to roll with the punches and come back even stronger, which is which is remarkable. And they needed every every inch of it today. Now look, they got off the hook in some regards. Eleven points left out there. South Africa's uh, goal kicking strategy was weird because if you don't have a recognised goal kicker, what are you doing taking points from 50, 51, 52 metres when you've got a really good line out just kick to the corner and maul Ireland to death I mean I think South Africa will learn a lot, lot for this as well if they play each other again they'll, they'll know what to do I thought the fact that they picked four scrum halves in their squad come back to bite them as well Dion Fury did okay but at the pivotal moment threw one in crooked they need a second hooker they don't have one um, that's bizarre I mean it, there's a lot that South Africa will take. There's a lot that Ireland will take. They can both get better and that will, that will be scary for all of the other teams in this tournament. Yeah, the place kicking was the first question asked to Jacques Nienauber in the press conference there and then the second one was about Andre Pollard. I would be shocked if Andre Pollard isn't playing next week against Tonga. Um, certainly when it comes to the knockout stages. I just don't think you can win a World Cup with uh, without, of course you can't, without a goal kicker, particularly the way South Africa play and I, I agree with Rudd. I think so much of this week has been about Ireland like remaining focused and not too concerned about what South Africa were doing. They designed a 7-1 bench split. They didn't get concerned about that. Like 
Ireland are in South Africa's heads. I mean, we hear zombie ringing around, you know, in your head, in your head, but it's Ireland who are in South Africa's heads without a shadow of a doubt. Um, you think of that they, they've changed their strategy. I mean, like Rod said, they don't have a goal kicker. If it's Pollard, fair enough, it's worth the shots. And they do like to build points, three, six, nine. But the fact that Ireland, or South Africa, were taking the kicks at goal and not trying to take them on up front, which is, you think back to what La Rochelle have done to Leinster, like what Ireland teams have struggled with over the years, it's that power game. And they went away from it. I don't know for what reason, um, but that was a huge win for, for Ireland. But they were doing that against Scotland as well, and France are doing it as well, whereas Ireland are, are going to try and score in sevens, and Ireland should have scored more tries. They were very close on a couple of occasions. Their attack functioned quite well, but they didn't quite take their points. That's a, an area of growth. Their line-out, losing the first four it's very impressive that they problem solved their way out of it same with the scrum but maybe don't lose the first four next time maybe fix that and you're giving yourself a real shot because if you have Faf de Klerk throwing the ball out in the first minute well then you got to score off it because that's a massive opportunity that's room for growth Jack Holland's coming back Dan Sheehan's got a game under his belt there is huge reasons for optimism around this team at the same time I'm not sure you can give South Africa the ins that they gave if you have Pollard there um you know, I would like France and South Africa are still present some of the physical problems that Ireland just can't necessarily solve. And I think South Africa will feel they let Ireland off the hook. I know Neen Arbor said Ireland were the better team tonight. And at the breakdown, they were. And the breakdown was a massive source of strength for Ireland. And Tyburn was magnificent in that area. Caelan Doris was huge. Aki, James Lowe won a turnover. Conor Murray won a turnover. Conor Murray was brilliant off the bench. It was fantastic, but, yeah. But I think Ireland need to improve. To, to, to kind of capitalise on what, what they've given themselves now because they've put themselves one point away from a quarter final, most likely against New Zealand. But New Zealand, like we saw what Inside Knowledge did to the Irish lineout tonight. Like Jean Klein knows the calls. Was, you know, they, they, they read the, the Irish lineout in the first few minutes. They obviously changed it up after that. Well, Joe Schmidt knows everything about these Irish players. And New Zealand will be dangerous, even though I don't think they're as good as any of the top three teams. So the tournament's open for them, but they have to keep getting better. And the good thing was it sounded like they're learning that lesson. Uh, absolutely. And I think the fact that we are sitting here almost not, not trying to pick holes, but like you're looking at the room for improving because you can be sure that's what Andy Farrell and Johnny Sexton and all the coaches are going to do. But I think there is an element of that. This is cup rugby and you do whatever it takes to win. And Ireland did that tonight. And I think you did mention it, Rod, and I agree that I think Ireland will feel like it, particularly in the first half, that when they got into the red zone, they were just a bit like a little bit sloppy, which they have been at times in the first two games as well. But if you click if one or two of those passes stick then it could be a very different game so um, I think it's hugely encouraging and one other moment I think we should mention you mentioned several of them there was James Lowe on Etzbet I mean that tackle was I, just I got Etzbet in the mix zone and he didn't want to talk to an Irish person yeah I, he was, I, 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 I it was like that. the worst I mean, like, I mean it's, it's, it's never coming off my dictaphone because there's no point like he just didn't want to talk it was grunts and like mm. he didn't want to come over he didn't want to talk he was angry he was probably yeah um, his, his, like his pride got dented by that James uh, yeah, Lowe tackle absolutely, it was, absolutely. It, and that's a big big moment for an Irish team like I said the defensive grit and that when you have your winger knocking the biggest enforcer in world rugby I thought it was a huge moment that probably typified Ireland's guts and determination yeah I mean like I you know, I think Ireland will be self-critical. I know we were a wardrobe malfunction away from nearly turning up dressed as a tricolor here, but you know we're that not here a, to wave the, the flag record. and be yeah. cheerleaders. That was off the um, but the like, they will be hypercritical. They're off for a couple of days now. They go back. Some of them go back to tour. Some of them are going to Disneyland with their families. They've got a, a nice break, lovely time to do it. Get that win, mm -hmm. and suddenly it's and then they regroup. 
they start the tournament again um, and they head to they you know they come back to Paris in two weeks time to play Scotland the Scotland team they know they can beat but they still have to perform to beat them they're in a brilliant brilliant place at this stage of the tournament is that them kicking us out of here is it Do no that was go? just one of our friend from the Telegraph waving us goodbye I, I did want to mention I, I met uh, David Carberry Joey Carberry's cousin on my way down here and he's a fan of the podcast but he was waiting outside because his sister-in-law I think he said her name was um, Louise Crow- uh, Crowley um, basically when there's in the celebrations at the end about five Irish lads landed on top of her and she's heading to hospital tonight so I hope she's okay so I think dislocated hip was the talk so oh. that was the, a, a poor end for their night but they, they enjoyed the, they enjoyed the game up until that point so we wanted to wish wish her well but I mean the scenes at the end oh they were the music, amazing a night that we'll never forget but it can't be the high point for no. Ireland that's the thing because we've had been here before we've been here with the win over Australia in 11 the win over France, France. keen reference didn't take as much of a toll but this Irish team feel different and that's what's so exciting about them yeah, no, it sure is. Well, we're, we'll get into this even more again um, next week, but I think we've got to head home, lads. Get that yeah, lie down. Get that Your voice train. is going, Sinead. My voice is going. <laughs> I wonder why. Too much zombie. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, thanks for listening. Listen and follow The Left Wing wherever you get your podcasts.